Shalom to you, silly ones. Um, if you can't hear anything in the background, it's because I am driving on my way to work. But um, I was thinking about something uh, this morning, which was, you know, um, when you're with a narcissistic person, there's never going to be normalcy in your relationship with them because they thrive off of chaos, confusion. They thrive off of brokenness. They thrive off of contentious, contentiousness. They thrive off of drama. So when things are too peaceful, too quiet, too perfect, you will always find a narcissistic person trying to create chaos um, constantly. They, they can't help it. Like, they always will find something wrong with you. They'll, you know, you can never be the perfect husband, the perfect wife, the perfect friend, co-worker, bot, whatever the case may be. You'll never be anything if you if they if they drew out a line of what you what they wanted from you and you stuck to that whole plan they will still find something wrong with you it's always a continuum of nitpicking because you know like that's another great thing that narcissistic people are great at is always nitpicking the smallest details because they always want you to be fixated on first pleasing them it's a control mechanism. So how you control somebody, you always, um, you always have them under your grips by constantly ridiculing, ridiculing them or criticizing them. If someone's constantly criticizing you, and you and you put hope and trust into that person, you're gonna you're gonna want to do you're gonna want to do your best so that person can find so that person can see favor in you. And a narcissistic person, they know that. So that's why, you know, if they if they can't really find anything too drastic on you, they will start again nitpicking. So they'll start going in on why do you wear your shoes like that? I told you those shoes are just not, you know, why why you put them in the front door like that? I I said put them on the rack. You don't know how to put the shoes back on the rack. That's why we cannot be married because you are not organized. They, they'll go to that extreme over shoes. Like, and, and it's so petty because they need control and they don't like normalcy in a, in a marriage, a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the case may be, whatever situation you're in with the narcissist, you will know that this person will constantly, constantly, always have you checking yourself not in a way where it's healthy where you know you're 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 self-actualizing or you're self-examining yourself no you're literally checking yourself for the most pettiest things that don't matter like oh did i um put this rag away right oh i, I put the rag upside down in a drawer oh they're not gonna like that they're gonna get very mad like that kind of stuff is weird and that's also you know again that goes into their abusive behavior you know, that controlling, abusive behavior. Because while you're sitting up there running around like a chicken with his head cut off trying to please this person, they're doing the bare minimum to keep you. 
they're really not, you know, they're doing really not anything to keep you there. Like, you know, if you got a boss as a narcissist, they are not giving you that raise that you asked for or you deserve. They're not trying to see you go to a different department in 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 the um and in, in, at the job. They're just promising you broken dreams and promises just to keep you under control because they might like you as a worker. You might make them feel powerful because you actually put in that effort, the extra effort to get things done for them. And low key, they probably don't want to lose that, but then they don't really value it because see, they know that they have somebody else doing the same thing you were doing before. So yeah, these narcissistic people do not like normality, nor normalcy at all. Like, um, and I noticed, I'm gonna digress a little bit, but I noticed a lot of people are talking about narcissism, and you know, like you can go and Google what narcissistic person is, and you'll get someone, you get the basic things like, oh yeah, you know, someone who can't take accountability. No. What is account? What is, what is really like when people break down the symptoms or traits of narcissistic personality disorder? You gotta really break it down to a point where you are seeing. The, you gotta be able to see it in action to understand it. Because just reading it, of course, you're not gonna you're not gonna get a grand scheme of it. You gotta actually live with a narcissist to understand it. You gotta know what account. You know, sometimes a narcissist might periodically rarely take accountability but that's just because they're trying to work things out with you but it's all fake so um you know um that's why when I look at you know like when I for me if it was me and I'm trying to teach people what narcissism is on a grand scale which I already do is just like research go off of life lessons and then the dsm is a very good book to to go and learn a lot of people's issues a lot most people everybody walking down the earth can fit into something in that dsm everybody everybody has some form of mental health disorder or they have some type of thing that they're dealing with and because every every personality everything you do has a scientific term your personality can be mapped through multiple ways that's why you know um i personally for me when i do these when i talk about these things i just go off a of personal experience too and i also you know because i've dealt with them so much i read a lot um i do a lot of research um and now it's like when you get to the point where you do so much research on narcissism, you have to be careful because everybody starts looking like a narcissist. Everybody. Because you start seeing like, hmm, that wasn't normal. You start thinking like you're on the road and you can see who's a narcissist even driving. This by the way they drive. Like you start seeing it too much. And they say like there's only a small percentage of the population that have it. And the majority of population who have narcissistic personality disorder is mainly men. Now, I know of women who have narcissistic personality disorder. Um, and I have like a family member who I, 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 for a long time, I thought she was a covert narcissist. And I still believe she is, but it sounds as though she's cracking herself, her cold of who she is, and she's trying to learn herself. So 
you know, at, at the almost age of 50, which is great, you know? So who knows? But I kind of let go of those relationships, you know, because you really can't, can't have a normal relationship with them. Eventually they're going to pop. They're going to explode and it's not going to be something you did. It's just going to be because they, they, they feel like they're losing control. Once they feel like they're losing control, they have to do something. They got to change the atmosphere. They, you know, you'll start realizing, oh, this narcissistic person's not calling me that much. And when I call them, they're getting off the phone with me real fast. Or, you know, and there's no reason for them to act that way. They just, you know, especially when a narcissist starts doing that, like understand some narcissistic people, when they know you're in a bind, you're in a crunch, you're, you're going through a tough time, they thrive off of not being there for you. So you'll notice like you won't, you know, you tell them like, damn, I got this appointment. It's a cancer screening. Ooh, I get the results back in a couple of days, you know, or a day or so. You'll notice that narcissists won't call, won't pick up your phone calls. Um, or if they know you're going through a tough situation, they'll kind of like at that moment when you're going through your toughest situation in life, they'll give you distance. So it's like they're weird. They're very weird. They're not normal people. They do weird stuff. It's very weird. I, I don't get their personality. It's like they are really strange people. And it has to be it has to be a demon because they all act the same. So I really personally believe the reason why, like when I was talking about how you'll start seeing narcissism, you'll start seeing narcissistic personality traits in everyone. The reason why I believe it's so prevalent is because um, it's the end times. And it's like that that spirit of love waxing cold, lovers of self. So if you look at like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the social medias, you'll find that um, a lot of the a lot of people are on there taking this, you know, taking pictures of themselves worshiping themselves having people worship them um you know on social media that's 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 narcissistic like i there's this one woman i i just don't get it every day she'll post a picture of herself with like a little comment like you know enjoy the greatest things in life it's always a glass of wine by a fire and then she'll like put her picture there and it's the same like if you put all her pictures that she puts it's the same pose exact look same angle everything and i'm like what but she gets so many likes and i'm like why are people in you know and i'm not saying this out no haterism i just don't understand why people like the same picture over and over again and why she posts the same picture like i don't get it i don't get it so that's why I really never really, I liked social media at one point, but I really just never really liked it because I probably, when I'm on there, I think too heavy about like, what made a person want to post that? And then I start thinking like, well, I'm judging this person. I wonder how many people are going to judge me for this meme. And then, you know, then you might post something, somebody might take it that you're talking about them, little sneak posts. Nope. I don't like Facebook. I don't like social media. People are nosy. They try to get engaged for what you're going through in your life. And, you know, I just don't really use mine. And I know I went on a tangent, but social media is a huge, huge playground for uh, narcissistic people. Uh, social media is a great 
person who has grandiose thoughts of themselves look like. You can't just go in. I, I don't know. I, 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 you gotta like know a narcissist to know what a grandiose person looks like. And then there's, you know, narcissistic traits, but there's there's many kinds of narcissists. There's malignant, somatic, there's uh, covert, overt, like, there's multiple forms of narcissistic trait, and all those different forms all come with different actions. So, like, a somatic narcissist is one who looks very, very good on the outside. That's where you get a lot of those social media women and men, but mainly the women they draw you in like a siren like you know like a siren or like a like a like a mermaid enticing you with themselves with their bodies and then and with their faces and then you know they, they might just got want you for a lick they need a bill paid and a simple man with the wife would gladly pay her bills just so he can get her attention so those type of women are always on social media looking for the next chump, looking for attention. Because women love attention. Black people love attention. But women, black women, especially ones who dress like, try to look like Cardi B, love attention. And they, and they get it from the typical black men who say they don't like that type of woman. So they, you know. So, you know, it's just... Yeah, and then you got covert narcissists. Um, those are the ones who you, you, you they, they're kind of sneaky. Cold, the word is covert. So they're more inwardly uh, narcissistic, where you have to really like see that. You guys, when it comes to narcissism, you have to see the people in action. I, I, I know, I don't, and I kind of do one or two percent of population only have it. It, it can't be. It can't be. I personally just feel like most people are freaking lost now. They're gone. It's over for majority of people down here on Earth. It can't be only 2% of people who suffer from narcissistic traits. And yeah, it's definitely men, but it's also women too, because I've seen it with my own eyes. So they say more men suffer from it, and I don't, I wonder what that's about. Maybe because, like, growing up, men have to be reared differently compared to women. So maybe that rearing, child rearing, the way men are built up as children, as young boys, it, it causes narcissistic traits. But narcissistic traits also come from like genetics and like, yeah, childhood traumas. So like when you meet a narcissist, you're meeting someone who they developed that, they developed their defense mechanisms against their abuse by acting like the abuser. So you're dealing with someone who's always has a mindset of being one up on someone. They gotta be five steps ahead of you because they're always in defense. Because they 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 grew up in a defensive way. So like you get two people, like you get me. I grew up in an extremely abusive home, but I didn't turn out to be the narcissistic parent. Because again, it goes into like if you go into narcissistic homes, every child has their role. Not all children are created equal when you have a narcissistic parent. So depending on that child, they're going to grow up. They're going to grow up under their role. So like I was a scapegoat. Because I was a scapegoat, 
I dealt with a lot of the BS. I saw through a lot of the BS in my family. I tried to fix it even at a young age. I tried to expose it. Um, and it just, it, it just never worked out for me, you know? Um, and, and to this day, like, you, you, you can't be a narcissist and be a scapegoat child. You, you always will have, you know, you're always, it's a spirit. Like I said, I truly believe sometimes that these are spirits that people are dealing with. So, yeah, I think when people meet me, they stay, they sense a broken person. They sense something in me that's, they, you know, a lot of bullies, you know, they, 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 they can feel like, okay, I can bully this woman. I can break her. Because a lot of bullies, they look for certain, just like I'm, I'm, I, I'm out and about, and I, if I'm meeting someone, I'm trying to, you know, see them, prove them, and then I see, like, oh, they got red flags. Bullies have red flags, too, that they look forward to prime their next victim. So, um, yeah, so, so, so some people, yeah, so bullies will prime but when you're a scapegoat, you'll always be, you'll always attract until you heal yourself. And it's a lot of healing. I know I got to do, and you know, to this day, like <laughs> to this day, people are still, you know, people are doing weird stuff, you know, and I'm, I, I would never want to be this age and still dealing with dumb, idiotic people who don't know how to act, but I have to. So, yeah, sometimes, you know, you become a target because you are the scapegoat and the bully. They have their red flags that they look for for their next victim. And so do abuse people. They have red flags. They even test you. These, this world is evil. You be sitting up there just la, 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 living life. You can't do that in this life. You got to think very tactical because a lot of people are plotting and scheming. A lot of people are plotting and scheming. So yeah. Anyway, back to what I was saying about narcissists are either genetically made or made through childbearing. And so um, the reason why some of us just don't have that in us after coming from a, child, a traumatic childhood is because, again, the family role. A narcissist, I suspect the narcissist that I deal with, um, I suspect that, you know, it's really sad when you meet someone who has narcissistic personality disorder or antisocial personality disorder, you see that charm, you see that, you see the, you see the good that was there, that their parent destroyed. It's that potential that you always hold on to when you're dealing with a narcissist. That's why you gotta let go of potential because they thrive off of potential. That's why they that's why they do the stuff they do. That's why they future fake and tell you they're gonna do something with you. And they don't. They tell you they promise you all these things and they don't do shit for you. But yeah, you it's sad when you can see the promising it's just like well wow what, what have you been like if you were if you were if you were normal i know for me when i when i i just wonder like damn where would i have been at if i 
didn't if I wasn't raised in the home I was like where you know it's like to me it's a parallel universe like what would happen if I was solely raised by my father um or what would ha you know if I wasn't raised by my mom who clearly you know wasn't ready to be a single mother at all um some children need you know all children need their fathers but some children really really need that masculine discipline in their life and also like if it's a man his mom's a narcissist and he's being raised by a narcissistic woman he's a little boy he's gonna come out so freaking gone like hella effeminate just gone just gone I, that's why you know I tell every woman if you can and you're single and you have options or you, you, you're trying to get the best try to go after a man that was raised by his father too and that's a very rarity or at least if he wasn't raised by his father you know he loves his mom that that that's that's a huge thing not just he you know you don't want to talk to a dude that's always blaming his mama for his you know or you know just we all blame our parents sometimes our parents do have a lot to deal with us but as we get older now we're responsible for ourselves right I can't, me personally, I can't be like, oh, the reason why this is this is because my mom. Like, no, after a while, now I know better. I do better. But if you meet a man who's like, my mama did this, my mama did that, and he's like 40 years old, and he's talking about his mama, and he don't really love her, then he ain't gonna love you. He's not. He's not gonna love you. He's gonna look at you like you are his mother. Every woman is a branch of his mother. versa every every man that a woman's with who didn't really you know love her father or have a father she don't know what it's like to be around a man like you have to look up those things what's a good woman what's a good man you gotta learn those things learn those things from the scriptures but you gotta learn what a good man and what a good wife what a good husband what does good look like because you'll get fooled if you don't know any better it takes time so yeah if I was a young lady and I'm in the process of being single and ready to settle down or finding something I would definitely one of my top things would be the guy has to love his mom not no sick like you know daddy no mama's boy kind of stuff because that's the turn off but just reverence his parents respects his parents you know that's that's a big thing when someone respects their parents. If someone don't respect their parents, you can't really trust them because there should be a natural love. Even when my mother was crazy, like there still was a natural love for her. So, um, there's a lot of traffic headed to. So anyway, um, yeah, I just want to get on here and talk about that. Um, you know, it just sucks. You know, it just sucks when you when you see potential in somebody, you get hope that they're you know they're gonna get better, but they just can't. They don't care to like narcissistic people are like wind. 
they don't really have a home mentally with anybody they don't have longevity their longevity is when their exes break up with them they'll still keep connected to them and they call those long distance relationships while they're still in another relationship definitely best believe that they will still be communicating with some ex somebody they always have a bottom b who will always be there in their corner in their back who will always be there for them even married because they thrive off of always having that bottom b are that that simpleton simp who just be there ready to pick up the garbage of their last relationship and you know people you know some women thrive off trying to be the cleanup woman so some men will promise that woman like you're gonna be my you're my real wife like this woman she you know like they'll they'll speak anything to a woman's ear same thing with a, a man you know cleanup woman is just the mistress and be careful of men who have that mentality of having cleanup women that's an adulterer right there that's someone who has adultery mindset because it shouldn't be where oh you're married and you're thinking about who's going to be the next best spouse after you like that just tells me that you already got one foot out the door and one foot in the door and you already are planning your escape and you already plan on who you're going to who's going to be cooking you breakfast and dinner like I know my dad had a clean up woman and because you know when when ladies let me tell you something when a man puts you as the other woman even if that's your homie and he's just your friend and you you just talk to him you know he has a wife or a girlfriend and you guys are just friends, but nah, no, men are not just friends. They're not just friends. They, they sit around, they wait around for the right opportunity to strike. They like the attention. So, um, but let me tell you, when you get into a situation where you're the other woman and he makes you the main woman, you will always constantly be and paranoia that he's going to leave you for the next woman because he never left the first woman to be with you he was never single before he got with you so now you know what his limits are in a relationship and what he's how sneaky he is to talk to you should be to let you know how sneaky this man is so forever you're going to be like hmm i remember he used to tell me oh before he can call me he used to go to the store and he told me to wait for him to go to, to like, you know, like, oh, you know, I will wait for him to go to the store or we'll talk while he's on his way to work or we'll talk while he's at work. And, you know, his wife is be bothering him while he's at work. And, you know, I'm just trying to be his friend. And he finally upgrades you to that woman. Now you're going to be like when he's not wanting to talk to you while he's at work, you're going to be wondering who is he upgrading you with? That's why the cleanup woman, if I'm getting that right, it doesn't seem doesn't seem too wholesome it seems like that's the person that was a rebound so anyway don't do that to yourselves with these narcissists because narcissists they thrive off triangulation they thrive off of making you feel like you have to compete 
with other women, which that doesn't make a woman feel comfortable. Yeah, of course. There's a lot of gorgeous women out there. There's a lot of peaceful, loving women. So yeah, you should do your part as a woman to make sure that... But if you're a narcissist, that don't matter. It don't matter. You can be as beautiful. You can be as... Your body could be popping. Your spirit could be bright. You could be submissive. A1 in everything you do for this man. And he will never find you. And any other woman. Up to his standards. And that is why. You can't have a normal life. With a narcissist. It's impossible. And with that. I say shalom.